Don't let someone steal your great idea. Register a domain name now and put your idea online. GoDaddy is offering one new or transfer.com for the low price of $2.95, $2.95. Whether you're building your dream business or starting a website for fun, visit GoDaddy.com and enter the code KREN295, K-R-E-N-N-295 at checkout. It's go time. Some limitations apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Jim Cren No Restrictions Podcast. We are worldwide. We are nationwide on the Sideshow Network. The boys are in studio. They're at Talent Networking. Terry Jones, John Evans, Mike Waisaki. Ladies and gentlemen, Jim Cren. Jim Cren, No Restrictions on the Sideshow Network. Brought to you by the Prime Core Group. Go to primecoregroup.com for all your corporate collection needs. Josh Folio is here. Dave Sedemar, Wayne Wow, Frank Mergia, Corey Gale, and here on the mics, of course, Partners in Crime, John Evans, Mike Wysocki, and Terry Jones. We are at the Talent Network Studios, and we are going to talk about everything today. How about that? We're just going to cover every subject <laughs> in the world in the next hour or so. Anyway, yeah, we were talking comedy a little bit off the air, so bring it on. First off, I want to say... Rest in peace, uh, John Panette. Oh man, John Panette, who uh, passed away here in Pittsburgh at a hotel in Pittsburgh, it was in town, I think, uh, for a wedding. It, uh, passed away of natural causes. He was he was one of the funniest comedians I felt. I I didn't think it. I know it was you know did all the fat sh- shtick and all that stuff, but I loved it. I thought it was very. I thought it was a very clever take on, on the overweight stuff, man. I, I thought he was, he was likable. Mm-hmm. And very just really really funny. From great, what I've heard, stand-up. I've never got to meet him, but from what I've heard, every like it's just almost universal that he was just just a very very nice guy. I interviewed him three times, and you know, radio, gentle soul, mm-hmm. gentle soul. You're right, nice guy, very kind, very very funny though, man. That's a he really he made me laugh out loud. One of those guys. Yeah, his bit is legendary. That. Uh, him at the Chinese buffet where yes. the owner of the buffet comes out and says, you've been here four hours. Yeah. <laughs> now you must go. And, uh, which is legendary. I mean, that yeah. was big. I mean, yeah. I remember that before I even started doing comedy, yeah. but, yeah. but what you, what Mike was talking about is no matter who opened up for him, he would out of his pocket. I remember this happened. I never met him before. Mm-hmm. I was excited to work with him cause I was familiar. Yeah. And, and yeah. He just gives me $200 and says, wow. Hey man, he goes, this is for you, and I go, well, what? And he goes, he goes, I know what you're making, you know, uh-huh. I know, what, I know what you're getting paid this week. And he week. gave you them. So he just gave, and he did that to anyone who ever opened up for him. Gave him a hundred bucks, two hundred wow. bucks, wow. out of his own pocket. That's crazy. Night, and, and that's across the board. Every, I'm sure there's a million comics that have that same story. He's a perfect example of. Uh, yeah, I've seen a bunch of people post that. that yeah, he, yeah, He gave me a hundred dollars. Yeah, just because, yeah. I think he's a perfect example of someone you remember for a long time, or someone to be talked about. Not only because he was funny, because he did stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Served others. I remember my grandmother saying that. When it first was on a billboard, I thought it was the coolest thing. She goes, hey, you're only going to be remembered for how you serve others. And I think about guys like John Panette. You're right. We're here talking about him today. And I thought about him because he was such a kind soul and you know how funny he was. And, but he did with the story like that. John, yeah. does not surprise me. Yeah, and then his stuff, his stuff about being fat. You know, I mean, it was it didn't have a lot of material, but it was unique. Uh, it was unique, angle, and, and his stuff about being on the cruise ships, where he's trying <laughs> yeah. to go through the buffet, yeah. and there's a woman in front of him taking a picture of a, of, uh. of a watermelon carved out to be a whale, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, "Come on, yeah. it's a yeah. it's a watermelon carved like a whale." All right, you know, Johnny, you remind me when you did that. He, he, his, it wasn't really. It was his. Not only his material. He was. A char- it was his character on stage. Really likable guy. Likable guy who just had a line, and it went. And he'd show you that line when mm-hmm. it goes over, like yeah. that kind of act or so that angle. Do you remember his shows? Only on maybe a year. It's like in the early '90s called Grudge Match. Well, I he the was name. the referee, and it was just people would fight with these like comically large like things and beat <laughs> no. each other. up. Jesse Ventura was an announcer, Vaguely and John Panette was the John referee. Panette was the ref. So yeah, wow. it only lasted like a year, but it was a it was a great show. I vaguely That's, remember that he was in uh because I got the shirt on. He was in The Punisher too. Played a character. John he was, did. He? Yeah, John Panette was the neighbor with the Thomas Jane version of The Punisher. Really, he was in that. Oh, he was great. He was he was in the last uh, the Seinfeld finale too. The guy that yeah. they robbed and yeah. they, they just sat and did nothing about it. That was yeah. His yeah. Thing. 
Yeah, but uh, rest in peace. You know, it's, uh, we're talking about speaking of TV shows. We were talking also when I bring on the air, talking off the air about the last comic standing. They're bringing it back. Uh, it's gonna be on television at some point. They're you know filming now. And John, our John, uh, John Evans was was on that show and did very well actually. Made it to the uh, semifinals, and we were talking about the experience of that. John what was what yeah, was I, it like? We were uh, talking about. What you what you went through? And well, so it was really popular at that point, so it was yeah. extremely nerve wracking, and everyone kind of was like, oh, "I have you know the self doubt creeps in, and you're like, I'm not gonna <laughs> make it into this, you know." But mm-hmm. uh, the first year, like I think 2007, I um, I didn't make it through the evening show. Like I got th- through the audition, then I made it to the evening show in front of a crowd, and had a great set, but I didn't get picked. So, um, but. All of a sudden, the commercials started coming out for the show, and they used one of my jokes in the commercial for the show. So people said, hey, maybe you're going to be on the show. But mm-hmm. I didn't know, because I didn't get picked, I assumed maybe they just edited it out. And right. they did end up using one of my jokes on the show. So that was the first time I was ever on TV. Hmm. Now, the next year, uh, I actually made it. They picked me at the evening show, and I made it to the to the semifinals in Las Vegas, which was the final 30. That's cool. And it was, it was a, a really great experience, uh, except... That you know, with a reality show, is what people don't realize is that not it's it's not always real. Like they ask you to do things, and they, <laughs> yeah, I mean not, they have to make an interest for a show. They're yeah, form, they're forming a show. Yeah. yeah, so like you know, they filmed us checking into the uh, Paris hotel, even though we were staying at Bally's. Uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, they had us driving around in a limousine for no reason, just to get footage of us in a limousine, yeah, like your party in or something. Woo, whatever. Last comic standing, uh, yeah. and there were there, and there was a lot of young comics that were just eating it up and playing into the camera, and I'm just like. Man, this is not me, you know. Like, I don't want to. Every time someone puts a camera in my face, I have to, I have to be wacky, yeah, right, you know, right. so, which is not my style I'm at wacky all. Wacky twenty four yeah. hours a day. So I was like, I'll just, I'll <laughs> right. just let my my evening performance in front at the Paris Theater. That'll I will let this speak do. for itself. So what happens is, before you go up, they show a clip of you on the big giant TV screen, and the clip they showed of me said. Uh, uh, they asked me why I wanted to win last yeah. comic standing. I said, yeah. well, I don't want to win, but, you know, my son is in, uh, you know, sixth grade and there's a girl in his math class that doesn't believe his father is a stand-up comedian. So if I could just shove it in one little kid's <laughs> face. <laughs> okay, that's so that's, that's the clip. So, that's kind of fun. So there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, your next comic is John Evans. So I feel like I am going to crush this. They already mm. love me. They've seen the clip. It's like having a. I'm, I'm, war, I'm opening yeah, for myself. You open uh, it, yeah. So I walk up there, and then I see the, uh, I see the camera guy going waving me off. Why? And then I see the producer waving me off, oh, and then no. the stage manager walks is walking towards me, okay. and I go, "What is going on?" And the the stage manager goes, "Uh, we're gonna have to do this again because Are you they me? didn't. The, people clapped at the end of the clip. Yeah. So when they said John Evans, they did not hear." The name on the audio, which oh we can all God. assume could be fixed in like a post production. Yeah, situation. like yeah. About two fucking yeah. seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I go, I go you you're kidding. kidding. I go, you're kidding. They didn't know the biggest this. set I've ever done. Yeah, they didn't understand in comedy momentum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heat theater theatrical. And, These and my guys ex, producing. My ex wife was in the crowd. She said that clip was in the whole show was the only one people clapped at the end of. And it would have the only like you said, John, the audience is frothing. At yeah, that they're point. frothing. They're like, I, I already like this guy. So I, so I turn around, I start heading back to where I started from. <laughs> Some guy yells out from the crowd, "You're going the wrong way." <laughs> pause. <laughs> pause. <laughs> pause. Oh God. Second and a half pause. Some guy goes, "Free bird." No. And I'm like, "This is really not happening." Now no. it's all getting surreal. That's oh. when you start to get that weird thought in your mind, like it's a bad dream. Yeah, or yeah. Bill Bellamy goes, "Hey, it wasn't my fault." He made it look like I did something wrong. So they go, they said it again, ladies and gentlemen, John Evans. And at that point. I was so like you're out of I, you're I'm, taken I'm like, out of your game. Yeah, totally. Slightly, and it's all I mean, takes. And it still was a good set, but it right. wasn't like the the breakup of that was just like kind of a nightmare. They took you out of the zone. It's like a picture. That would there be, was a picture yeah. named Steve Cook uh, years ago for the Pirates, and we were mm-hmm. buddies. He was on the show a lot in, in a radio show. He'd come out to watch me do stand up. He was interested in it, and he told me that once. He said you were in the zone. I'm like, he said, "Oh, pitchers get into a zone." And then if you get broken out of the zone, you throw your bad pitches, you're, you're, that's where you're off. He said, if you're ever out of the zone, Jim, you're off. He said, you were in the zone. That's one particular set. And 
they took you out of your zone. Yeah, and you know, I had like four good like vintage shirts that I wanted to wear, and they were like, yeah. They go, we'll we'll find something for you. So they went to they went to some fancy boutique and found this true religion shirt that looks vintage <laughs> but isn't. Right, and I'm like, really? who you yeah, are? I go, you really? Shit. I have to wear this? Like, I really? They go, yeah, we think it's like for the. I'm like. All right, man. And, you know, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of, uh, you know, and that's a contest where you, they expect you to, you know, fight for, you right, know, so, and to, that's to just, win I, yeah, and all that. Yeah, not me, but. It's not what, it's not really what inter- comedy is about in, in at all. It's not supposed to be no. competition. It's a very personal thing. It's a very individual thing, in other words. Yeah, and it know, might, the, I mean, it might sound sour grapes, but. Even if I didn't get picked, they could have picked 10 of the funniest people, and I would have been like, yeah, I understand why this guy. Right. There were some very funny people. And then, you know, they picked a diverse group of comedians, not necessarily the 10 funniest, but 10 with the most interesting stories, yeah. people from England. That they can put well, yeah. their house together yeah. and well, see it's how they interact. It's ratings and demographics, yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. Uh, and the thing is, as a, from the comics perspective, I'm sure you agree with this, John, it's not really about... Uh, the, the contest it's about just getting some tv time so we can raise our prices get a little awareness and make a little more extra money in some clubs if you can and colleges and things yeah and yeah i mean it, it would have been, nice. been nice it would have been nice because i remember that year the, the 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 finalists they got to go to like the uh they got to go to the playboy mansion which has always been a dream of mine like it would have been nice to make the top 10 never did and it get in on some of that stuff but we share the same dream yeah who, who won that year uh eliza eliza schlesinger, eliza schlesinger. very funny girl that's right the yeah. first year was dat fan who's not that funny where thank dat you very much currently residing in the where are they now file <laughs> yeah I, I think he's doing i think he's in vegas or something doing a show i think he does like colleges and stuff but i don't think that uh he's like nothing happened yeah, he nothing only had happened. i saw him doing push-ups on instagram he only had like 15 minutes he had 15 minutes a lot right. of those people at that only time had that was the problem that was really the problem is that they they would thrust these people who weren't prepared for it into it and then you have like a champion that has a soft half hour but he's in a club doing 45 50 minutes you got a headline yeah. you got yeah, a, yeah. plus you got to follow sometime a very seasoned middle oh yeah but i do remember that i remember john sticking out as like that guy is really good that guy him and tim young because i knew him before and he's funny anyway yeah, but I, I remember very... exactly those two that's kind of cool they yeah. just stuck out at the time before i knew him yeah it's, it's not a you know, like i say john it's, it's just kind of cool i mean at, yeah, least, at least they saw <laughs> <laughs> yeah at least they saw the talent to you know, get you on there man you're a very talented guy i always say you're one of my favorite stand-ups but uh because me and my mom used to watch that show together when i was in high school yeah the, the yeah season you were in yeah i, I, mean, I think it was, it was like show. my senior year of high school or something like that and i remember you know watching you on there um because that season there was a couple people in the top 10 i was like uh they shouldn't be here uh, and you know that's a coup um but oh you know, but wow it's, well, it's, uh, that, that is the worst i'll that name was, drop that was one of the worst oh, but this girl named esther coup who was uh <laughs> this asian girl who didn't have <laughs> hasn't said a, a funny thing in her whole life but they're like oh you're hot you know, she was sexy. She was sexy. She, she played the little anime-looking character, yeah. the school skirts and oh, okay. the pigtails, wow. and what, what, what the, is she? She's not. Did she? Did she still she do stand-up? Stand-up. Oh no, she's on a yeah, she's on a TV show uh, yeah. called uh, uh, Girl Code or something on yeah. MTV. Some mm. really she, terrible show that is geared towards seventeen-year-olds who you know don't know anything. Yeah, mm. and that's you know. <laughs> but they, they, the person that wins is supposed to get this developmental deal from NBC right. to do their own show, and, and no one ever. No, it one never did. Yeah. 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 No, it I never happened. Did, no. I've I seen mean, it kill like people. You know, they they get so far, and it just murders them. Like you would think, hey, you're a finalist in this show. This is going to help. Uh, you know, jump your career. And you know, I'm even friends with a couple people that were on there, and they're. It it hasn't taken them to where they thought it was. Put right. It that way. In some like, the funny guys that, that won or girls, the funny ones are funny. Like, you know, Liza's hysterical. She's a you know, great headliner, makes great living. Uh, around. Was it yeah. John Heffron? Yeah, John Heffron. Johnny's John very John funny. Yeah, he's, John is funny. He's, yeah, he's like brilliant. Alonzo so, Bowden, very it, funny. Alonzo's yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, uh, Roy Wood was on there. Roy oh, yeah. and uh, Roy, Roy was Alonzo on Vance. So it didn't yeah, matter whether they were on there or not. They were still going to be funny is my point. Yeah. But it's kind of, you know, it's kind of cool. I think it's a cool credit you have, John. I think it's kind of fun to be on something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's a little That's... more relevant now that the show's back on the air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know what, though? I think it would always be relevant because it was kind of a pop culture phenomenon for that, during that three, four-year era. It was the era, comedy right? American Idol. People, yeah, it was. Yeah. People it watched was. it. Yeah, I was on Live at Gotham on Comedy Central. It went off the air. I was on com- uh, uh, Last Comic Standing. It went off the air. Got that back? That's because podcasting's <laughs> your wheelhouse. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> See? Probably. This is it's where, where I'm it's most at, comfortable. Buddy. <laughs> this is where it's at. 
That's awesome. Yeah, man. It's yeah. Well, it's funny because some it, of those people were uh, like we mentioned Esther Koo. I, I yeah. remember someone telling me a story about her uh, headlining in a club and she only had like 10 minutes of material literally <laughs> perfect example that's part of the problem right? of it you're yeah, thrusting, you're you're thrusting them I mean not, not ready so not when ready. she went up the you know she's doing this material and she ran out of her 10 minutes right. because she had the headline and just literally walked off the stage it's like yo she's probably still getting paid the same amount Walking off the stage doing That's ten minutes, then if, no, you have thirty five minutes. You know, you to got thirty five extra minutes. Yeah. of probably just telling the feature, "Hey, go back up there and do some more time." Just fix well, it, one of the great things was they told us to have a one liner ready, so when we check into the hotel, have a have your best Vegas one liner to say to the. To the person that's really? checking us in, and we, they'd either give you a thumb up or a thumb down. Now, if you got a thumbs up, they would. Uh, you didn't get a bigger you, room. You get a bigger room. Okay, and the, and and, and I get all that. this. So we I were preparing this, and we all you know sweated it out. So what happened was the people that got picked. You know what their prize was? They didn't get a... First of all, we weren't even staying at the Paris Hotel. We were at Bally's. <laughs> right. Their prize was they had to wake up early the next day and be filmed going into these bigger rooms that they were not even really staying in. Really? Uh, and and pampered by these like hot women. Right, and they stuff. weren't even but, happy. But as soon as the camera's off, it's these like, all right, now, go, now go, back to your, go back to your small room. <laughs> <laughs> you wow. didn't win anything. We're taking you back to Motel <laughs> Yeah, six. it's like, you know, and you're on the street and the camera guy's going, now look up at the buildings like you're amazed. <laughs> I thought wow. I thought the winner actually got saw a skyscraper. Uh, yeah. I thought the winner actually got to check into the Paris Hotel. No. no. You don't have to stay at Bally's. It's an be- illusion. Hey man, that's that's TV. That's TV. It's you know that's yeah, it's interesting, man. So anyway, there's uh it's back on the air and there's uh someone we know is, we can't talk about it, I guess. It's gonna be on the show. Probably, yeah. We the words on the street. That's our teeth. That's the swag. That's right. That's the Pittsburgh guy. I hear. Tell. May or may not so be a friend of the podcast. We don't know. <laughs> Maybe an enemy. We don't know. <laughs> Rhymes with Wicca hero. <laughs> hey, Listen, man. I'll be frank with you guys. I can't tell you. I can't say who this is. Uh-uh. I don't want to break any rules. That's so funny. I want to let's uh, switch gears uh, quickly. <laughs> so Oscar Pistorius, we talked about him, you know in a live show and we talked about it last week because he's in the news every minute. It's interesting. He's he was on the stand this week. Did anybody read anything or see any clips of him on the stand? I'm tired of him. I heard he cried. I am too. It's weird. well, he cried. But the weird thing is, I'd never seen this before. Where a lawyer said you're a liar right on stand. <laughs> you know? He tells this whole story. He's heartfelt. He's you know, and the lawyer, prosecutor goes, "You're a liar." <laughs> It's like, did you ever see that? <laughs> no, I've never seen that. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, he's sitting there, man. You're a liar. You're not telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this guy's fucked. What are you going to do? Either way, he goes to jail. He killed her. I mean, well, premeditated is probably life, I'd imagine, because they can prove that. That's what they're proving. They're trying to prove. They think they can prove. But he, either way, if they don't prove that, he killed her, so he's going he's to get something, right? Yeah. At some point. Does he get to wear the legs in the prison shower? I was wondering that. Do you get to? Did, yeah, I guess he gets the legs. But then the legs could be a weapon. That could be a weapon or used against them in a horrible fashion. That's what I mean. Or used against them. He may have to go stumping. I don't know. Ain't nobody stumping around. Stumping around. How about I jumped in? There's a backup singer for you. That's there you go. Jimmy See, knows his Bobby Brown. Jimmy right. knows his Bobby Brown. He does. My prerogative. My prerogative. <laughs> Man, Oscar Pistorius. So, Athletes and crime. It's big. I want to be an athlete just so I could commit a crime. Mainly murder. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd have to kill somebody like this bad. You know what I mean? Like a criminal or something. Then. Well, that's because you're a comic book guy. Yeah, see. You want to be I, a I hero, be like superhero, Dexter. right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dexter. Exactly. Dexter like was cool. Dexter yeah. was cool. John, Johnny's like, Love yeah. Dexter. <sighs> Oh, I you know I, I'm sure there's people that deserve to be killed. Dexter thought I think, so. I think so. If you watched, you'd realize you'd say, "Hey, every Dex- time I, Dexter's never wrong, really." Every time I walk into a Walmart, I can. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You feel Dexter's been going on? Forty of them. Yeah. Evans getting no, the kill room ready. Into, I walked into Walmart the other day. Lady sitting at at the checkout. She's got 
three two-liter bottles of Coke and yeah. like four bags of chips, and that's, that's it. it. It's yeah. like the modern Norman Rockwell painting. It is. This dude, woman dude, just needs diet. the essential things. That's wow. weird about I was going to say about trashy women is they're either 350 pounds or they're 80 pounds. <laughs> they're either Mountain Dew fat or yeah. Oxycontin skinny. Nice. There's no in-between. It's, uh, it's, it's one extreme. or the other. It it's is an extreme. extreme. So true. It Can is you go over that again, Mike? Mountain Dew Either fat. Mountain Dew fat, fat or, or Oxycontin skinny. All right. That's We're it. We're talking code red? Yeah. Are we talking code red? Code red fat. Code code red red fat. fat. Just those extremes. That's, that's a code it. red. Tahitian <laughs> tree. There's no in between. There's no medium size. Yeah. There's, There's slightly no medium. overweight or Sino. Yeah. Just, Can you get this yeah. woman a Tahitian treat IV? Stat. <laughs> she, is, she is losing energy. She's losing. Yeah. She needs, she needs more sugar. She's sugar crashing. Cram some potato chips in her mouth. <laughs> yeah. This Have her bite down on this donut. She'll be okay. This woman's cholesterol's down to 350. Get it back up to 450. Oh, man. Get it going. Gosh. Poor lady. She needs grease. Jam, jam a frozen breakfast sandwich in her mouth so she doesn't bite her tongue. <laughs> Quick. Shove a, shove a tater tot in her orifice. Get her going. She needs a cigarette. She needs a cigarette. You're crazy. Yeah, oh. get her some nicotine. Put a patch on her ass. Oh, Save this woman. Fool. It'll happen. Man. That's true. That, that is that's, so funny that you say yeah, that. Well, it's absolutely true. No in between. It's, there is no in between the trashy and he said woman. Code red fat. Like, code red fat. Code red fat. Yeah. You'll run into like a lot of dudes Extreme. that are extremely. Yeah. That's code not only red fat. Ray, rosy cheeks, but they actually have rosy forearms. Yes, they do. You are absolutely Dang. right. And that's from playing it's World impressive. of Warcraft all day and doing happens? nothing but masturbating yes. and playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> and they're just overweight and they just drink code red all day and then they eat pizza. Always pizza. Nothing else but pizza and coat. But red. they're yeah. gamers. They're gamers. That's what they're called. Remember, gamer used to mean like a football player that would fight through an injury and yeah. his right. arm hurts. He's right. all beat up and he's still in there in the fourth quarter. Now it's just some fat fuck on a beanbag playing a game <laughs> show <laughs> and playing a game, a video game for like six hours. I'm a gamer. I, I can't throw stones. I'm not. A, you know, I'm I'm kind of overweight a little bit. But I play Dark Souls. I, I you know I got to tell you the one thing about the code red. We we'll call it code red fat. Yeah. One thing about code red fat. <laughs> Is uh, we got a code my red. My favorite thing about code red fat is when you go on vacation. They're the first ones to decide for whatever reason to go to the gym. I don't know why. They decide <laughs> on vacation or any kind of thing away from home in a hotel. That's do you have a? You hear them all the time at the front desk. Do you have a? Do you have a gym here? I'm like. I'm thinking, for what? Yeah and, yeah, and meanwhile, they're gargling with funnel cake batter. <laughs> is that the yeah. time? After they yeah. brush their teeth. Is that the time? You're going to start the workout now? Is it, is it like a new day? You got edible toothpaste. I know. Just everything. Yes. <laughs> like, and today's the day I'm going to start changing my life. That's what I'm it on is. Vacation, I think that's what it is. When we're on vacation. I'm going to start looking good. It's the day they're going to take <laughs> Right. I'm going to take the step to work out for the next four hours so I can go to the pool. <laughs> oh, man. Take my shirt off. 30 yes. years of complete. Uh, yeah. Treat my body like shit will be reversed. And Hawaiian punch. By the end of the week. And then I'm going to just get it going, man. How I'm come gonna they just... haven't invented a toothbrush that you brush your teeth and then you eat the toothbrush? Yes. I mean, that seems like, seems like the technology's there. I, I thought mean, of that. Like a, out of a pretzel rod or something, you could make a toothbrush out of a pretzel rod. And, the, and God bless the code red fat. Well, at the, on vacation, Shit. on vacation or in a hotel, I always notice they're in a restaurant. Not only did they work out, they'll eat a salad at dinner. Yes, right? they do. They'll say it's the, always a salad. Always like, what will you have? Uh, you know, we order and everybody go, he'll say, uh, code red fat will say, I'll be grilled chicken salad dressing on the side. Like what the fuck? Are you kidding? Always oh. ranch. And it's always ranch. Always ranch. Mm, it's always ranch. Yes. On the side. That's just for appearances. That's back what it at is. the back at the uh in the if room? You're on a cruise ship, you know, they're yes. ordering cheeseburgers That's the at room. three in the morning. <laughs> That's right. That's what I did. <laughs> I'm an open code red fat. Open code red fat. I'm, I'm a closeted one. <laughs> hey uh to change subjects again from the code red story, the, the hot selling item in the UK. You ready for this? Is the alarm clock vibrator? Oh yeah. Hmm. They had like a photo of it and stuff. They have an ads for it. It looks like an iPod or something. They put the one puts it in her vagina and it goes off and Stop. it's like a like a yeah. It's like a little Stop thing. It. And, and they set the timer and they wake up to an orgasm. That's like the whole you know ad. That they'll wake up to a vibrating orgasm. 
They put the little thing in they them. They sleep with it in them yes. all night? Yeah. It's like a little baby small iPod. It's not real big. And then it goes off at the time you set. Yeah. It's the vibrating alarm clock. And then it's like, say, 730. And then you hear, you know, and then boom, they wake up. Wake up to an orgasm is like the Well, the I mean, it, that, that implies that you're having the orgasm. The, the, like the first vibrations sets you off to an orgasm. Yes. I mean, I think it would just wake you up and you'd be like, oh, you, I, well, I forgot I put an alarm clock in that you, pussy. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, then you lay and then you, and then then you, you have back. to get in the mood again and you lay back. You and lay you, back and let the alarm clock do its work. Yeah, right, right. right. Yeah. I don't know. It does, it's, all, it's selling it. Does it have snooze? I have I no idea. Say, yeah, Where snooze. would you press the snooze button? I don't know. Put it in between your ass cheeks and squeeze. I, I guess. People, hey, uh, people are doing it. People are doing it. Who's who's the girl? Uh, Jennifer is it Jennifer? Lawrence? Who's the girl in uh, Hunger Games? I forgot her name. Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. They're in a TMZ report. <laughs> Did you see that story? Mm-mm. I don't know because I'm thinking of the vibrator thing. They uh, maids cleaned out a hotel and they found like like six or seven butt plugs or something. They said. Uh, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, 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 I heard about that. That don't surprise me. I mean, I don't know if that's true because anybody could put that in. Right, any maid could be messing where someone could be messing with her. I don't know who gives a shit. If she does it, literally. But isn't it, it's, I don't know. Never, never, the butt plug never fascinated me. Never got into the what butt plug. What is the point of the butt plug? I've yeah, I don't know. Never, I, I can never honestly say I've never plug. touched a butt plug. From what me neither. Or been never saw a live one either. I've never seen a live. From what I've gleaned from plug. the internet, the butt plug. <laughs> like I wouldn't, I wouldn't, what is it, John? It's a device okay. that you insert in the anus right. to prepare for... Actual anal intercourse, so it kind of oh, it's a prep thing. It's a prep thing, like I a believe. warm up act. I believe. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just like a vibrator. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that they have them. The vibrator, the anal it's like the MC. vibrator. Or, or you could keep that in while it's you're like having MC. regular conventional sex, and I think it also does something there Super too. Stimulation during yeah. sex. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. You leave the butt in. plug in, and you go standard uh, intercourse. <laughs> Wow. Mom and pop, run of the mill, <laughs> garden variety intercourse. Yeah, milk, milk <laughs> toast. Is there a cord on the butt plug? Oh, God. Uh, I, I think you most, know, like a little cord. Some of them the are plug. just plastic. Like, like, I mean, wouldn't you be afraid of the plug, the butt plug going in and like not, not coming out? Like, you have to get out. That they got handles on them. That would be very much a concern. That would be dangerous. What's that? The rich people have ones made of gold? I'm sure they do have designer <laughs> butt plugs, Mike. That's probably gold. But they do, plugs. right? Wealthy butt plugs. Wealthy. You know? There you go. That's a good name. We should patent it. Let's do it. Let's get gold. We got play, all these gold, cool-ass invention ideas. Gold-plated yeah. butt plugs, right? You can, you, can rip, you can rip rich people off all the time oh, just because they, they think they want to buy. It's more expensive. They think it's better. No one else has We were talking about that Christmas time, remember? Yeah. Station Square. Yeah. You get one rich got to promote it, you're in. You're like mm-hmm. Trump, you know? I like the gold-plated butt plug. Trump butt plug with <laughs> a picture of him on it. Yes. And that terrible <laughs> It's in my ass now. <laughs> and I'm smiling. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it never really fascinated me. But I've never, you know, I wouldn't know. If I saw one, I'd probably put it in my ear, I think, first. Because <laughs> I've seen pictures of them. It looks like something you put in your ear for some reason. I was pretty fascinated with like anal beads at one time. Uh, <laughs> you know, John, anal beads never got me either because well, anything in there, at area, I don't want. I saw but anal uh, beads the anal beads, porno. what's the idea of the anal beads, right? Here, they let they me pull them out like a little again. ticker tape, right? John will feel this again. one. Feel, <laughs> John, <laughs> we defer to you. I watched a porno. I watched a pornographic the film. Region. I watched a pornographic <laughs> film once where two women once. were putting <laughs> anal beads in each other's. Really? They're yeah. connected. Were they having fun? And it looked amazing. Yeah. It looked like they were really <laughs> driving them crazy. Wow. So I, my girlfriend at the time, I said, hey, why don't we get some of these yeah. and I'll uh-huh. put them in there. Uh-huh. And now, wait, she are goes, they going her or you too? Her, her. Oh, okay. Well, she, that's when she goes, the only way we're going to do this is if you also do it. And I go, wait, I'm still getting a blowjob, right? And she goes, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well... So what the premise is? <laughs> That's tough Wait, to turn down a blowjob. You're getting you're getting a blowjob. <laughs> wow. Beads are going in your ass, right? Mm-hmm. And then right when you right when you're close, right? Yank City, and Ouch. and no no it's I mean I made it sound like like I was starting sounds a painful. lawnmower. But, it sounds painful. Uh, like a lawnmower. <laughs> Stick your foot on the butt, pull it. <laughs> 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 
rub my taint as like a primer. Yeah. Get it going. Press it on the taint. Hit the button. But I'm telling you, Jim, I'm not, no lies, most insane orgasm you'll ever have. Really? Yeah, because it's, With it, the beats. it's stimulating your prostate. Huh. Uh, like, wow. It didn't hurt, Joe? No, no, no. Really? No. Better than a doctor. I can't believe this. It's it's unreal. It because really it is. The, the, Two really? thumbs up. Now here's the thing. Did it hurt going in? It's uh no no. It's actually kind of hot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Huh. And then. Uh, Interesting. So you recommend it? I do highly recommend, recommend it. Now having said that, okay. I, uh, this was this was ten fifteen years, well probably ten plus years ago. You've had time Haven't to done it since. Haven't done it since. So how hot is it then, Johnny? Well, I mean, you maybe, know, it's, maybe you're looking back at a fond memory, but it's not. You know. Well, look. I mean, it's not like I've ever met a girl since then and said, "Hey, we got to do this." <laughs> Trust me on this. And then she's like, "What the fuck did I just get into with this guy?" I'd be afraid of a bead tear. You, you know, tear something, go to the hospital, and have to tell you know attendant of the ER. A bead tear. <laughs> like a bee gets a stuck bead in your head. A bead off. tear. Like someone, yeah. yeah, like what if someone yanked too hard or oh, something, ripped something, you know? So she ripped it. She I'm just saying I'm, I'm man enough to admit that I yeah, have yeah, needs in my ass. You are. Right. This is no restrictions, man. And then, and then the same, it worked for her too. Like it you know, I, I, no, when you connected, it seemed like he and her, she having her ass, you and hers, like like no, together. No, 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 no like you're no. both connected. I mean, you could. I mean, I'm sure maybe they could, do huh? make such a thing. <laughs> I think, I think I'd like that. that. But I think I'd like to be connected. <laughs> Bring you closer together in your relationship. <laughs> right. Oh, then we like wouldn't that. see each other unless they turned around. Then my beads would fall out. I don't know if that would work. Yeah. You guys but should renew your wedding ask. vows yes. with beads in your ass connected. I think we will. That's a way to go. Do you, Jimmy? Ah! <laughs> do it, we're going to do it in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Did you put anything on there? Did you spray it with like oh, yeah, oil? Oh, yeah, Lube City. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Lube it up. I'd sprayed mine with like uh, Pam stuff. That's spray. <laughs> and that's the thing. You know, really? place to live would be Lube City. Anal, anal beads, yeah. kind of a high-maintenance sex toy. I saw the show on TNT. Uh, high-maintenance. High-maintenance sex toy. toy. Well, there's a lot when of you're bacteria, done with them, Yeah, when you're done with them, there's a lot of... Uh, anything with fecal, or so you, yeah. you know, get it, you could be bad. Be coli. A lot of Purell on that thing. Well, you know, but nobody wants it. Nobody wants it. Put to, in the dishwasher. Nobody wants an infection or, or bacterial death right. from anal nah. beads. Right. Because you will not get anyone Public at your funeral crying just laughing. It's the craziest shit ever. You die from bacterial anal beads, man. Believe me, your friends will laugh. You don't, want that, you don't want that the first line in your obituary. Huh? No, closed casket. Why? Why Saki has anal bead bacteria, man. He, he got buried it. him face down. Yeah. He got the bead. He got the bead. They ripped it too far hard. Crane warned everyone. Said they could rip those things too hard. There could be a, there could be a tissue accident. Oh, man. That's why I, can't. I don't know, John. You, you said it's good. I Well, I guess you get different size beads, okay? I want the... Uh, I want the real thin the little beginner. beads. Like, I don't the want beginner. the big like pearls like Aunt Bee had on in uh, Mayberry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the not the, not big, the great big Wilma Flintstone. No, yeah, I don't want Wilma is. Flintstone pearls, man. I want little, I need the smallest beads ever for me. I'm a virgin back there. I can't believe, I used to have a comedy bit about it and I yeah. thank God I don't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. It's not so a ju- crowd pleaser. Well, no, it killed, but yeah. I felt like a, I felt like a fucking, oh. like a Why cheap. not? Why? Yeah. Because like Always I'm up there talking the about, not beads. everyone it wants to hear a guy telling how he has beads in his ass. <laughs> getting a blow we, we just told it for the last 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> My apologies to yeah. anyone listening. No. <laughs> But I didn't do the bit. Oh, that's uh, awesome. So, yeah. That's too funny. Ass, man. ass, ass, funny. ass, ass, ass. Well, hey, ass, man, ass, you know, ass. did you read the story? This guy must have had anal beats because there's a guy in Italy, true story, got arrested for having sex. He was so loud in his condominium in Italy that they arrested him six months. He's had to do six months in jail. Isn't it wild? Insane. Yeah. Isn't it insane? He, like well, a he, noise ordinance? Yes, it was a noise ordinance. That he wouldn't stop. Like, he got called upon over and over from neighbors and, you know, all these different complaints. And I guess when he has orgasm, he screams. And then supposedly his girlfriend screams, too, whenever he gets her to orgasm. But they, like, do it, like, two in the morning, three, four. Wouldn't, st- you know, no, no uh, you know, thought of anybody or anything. Like, just screaming at the top of his lungs and stuff. Where, yeah, come on, you can muffle. How good, really? You have to scream. You're an adult. I think loud women are hot. 
Yeah. yeah. I'm not I all do that, agree. I'm I a agree. little vocal, but not like, I mean, mm-hmm. when you get a woman that like really like lets you know you're in the right yeah, spot. Oh, that's it's encouraging. It is it encouraging. Is. <laughs> yeah. It makes you want to do better. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's like rooting your Just kill it. Keep yeah, it's like a standing ovation. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it is. It's a standing ovation. Applause break. It you is. Get, it's an applause gives break. Gives you a little confidence. But if some guy's screaming next door at three in the morning, I'd be pissed too, I guess, right? Yeah. yeah. Just, but he had six months. That's pretty harsh in Italy. I didn't realize. That's, isn't that something? Yeah. Seems excessive. It's but, very uh, excessive. But, but Italy. They said they take it serious in Italy, that kind of shit. I said, wow. So be careful. If you're ever traveling, leave your anal beads at home. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, mother <laughs> bitch! <laughs> Where did you buy your anal beads? I'm sorry uh, for just harping your on standard, that. Just uh, your standard adult your uh, shop? smut shop. Just oh, your sta- okay. Any, Actually, it was Minneapolis. <laughs> so it was a place called Sex World. Really? In downtown Minneapolis. Oh, that's awesome. It's crazy. Sex World. Sex World. Sex World. Well, did you see the picture of uh, Miley Cyrus showing off her uh, fisting dildo? She had a she had a dildo oh, with the fingers I, I like this. I see this picture. The fingers are no. like this. Yes, I did see it. Yeah. And it's like the introduction to fisting. This is how yeah. people start fisting with their fingers. It's a rubber Like a little thing. duck. You yeah. know, like I'm you put, your fist. It's a practice then, fist. It's a yeah. fake fist. So and and it's like about this big, and she she has a picture of her like on right. Instagram or I, something yeah. with her, you know, posing next to it, like thumbs the, up, with, like I'm yeah, practicing yeah. to get fisted, kind of thing. Isn't that weird? Well, you don't want I tissue damage again. Getting, you have to practice. Yeah, it's practice. Yeah. You think perfect. it's just for a show? I think it's for shock. I you think so? Yeah. I, I like to believe she's using it. I think part of it. Yeah, I think part of it is shock, but I would say. I don't know. Uh, Tara, I disagree. I think she's... You think she's using a fist? I think she's a little bit wild child there. I think she's wild. Because it's not a full fist. It's one of these. It's a little fist. All your fingers are forming a cone. It's like a... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you're right. It's like a... It's like a spear. It's this little skinny fist. It's like a Rico Kasich fist arm. It's not a black power fist. It's not Daryl Hall from Hall & Oates. Skinny, thin, wiry. Kind of. I don't know why I put those two. Power fist. That's for pros. That's, that's for pros right thought. there. Power oh. to the people. I, yeah, that's that's pretty wild. Ray for Johnson. She, she, yeah, she, she loves her publicity though, man. I, I, She's she working anything. it. You go, girl. She's making money. She's making money, man. Her dad is in like a remix of a rap song version of Billy Ricky, Ray. Ricky Hart. Good God. Oh yeah, they redid uh, it. The video has They're girls twerking problem. or aliens twerking, stop. and then yeah. dude has a lyric like "Daddy, watch your mouth twerking," and then he's like, "Um, oh, break my heart." Oh, he does it. Ricky, okay. Ricky, Ricky okay. Hart, and okay. it's like auto tuned and shit. If you can make a shitty song worse, yeah, they it seems That's like it. they might have just done that. They did. That song was so huge the, the year sexy. it came out, John. It, it was, was bizarre. I remember twerking aliens. Was everywhere. Now that song, yeah, I agree. That was a shitty song. That was kind of catchy. The song that I, I think, you know, what, who got a bad rap? Speaking no pun intended, um, was the guy that uh, God, what's his name now? Funky Cole Medina. Funky Tone Loke. Cole, Tone, Tone Loke. Tone Loke. I don't know why he didn't get bigger than he. He had like maybe two hits. Yeah. Cool voice. Funky Cole Medina. Thing. Wild thing. thing. It was, it was two songs. Cheesy. I love this song. <laughs> shit was cheesy. Well, that was just kind of catchy, <laughs> it was, too. It was catchy. I mean, my dad blasted Tone Loke. You don't think Funky Cole Medina? That's a good yeah. great song. It's I, a liked, great song. I liked his voice, though. I, don't oh, think he had a great voice. I thought his yeah. voice was great. I don't know why he wasn't bigger. What happened? I mean, he did some movies. I think he's acting now. But Tone I thought Loke. he should be way bigger. Tone Loke yeah. was in Like, everything. more than two hits. Music have. business is tough, though. I don't know. Well, he didn't write those it. songs. The guys that wrote those songs were the uh, the guys, they were called the... Uh, the Dust Brothers, I think. Oh yeah, they uh, they did all the they did all of Tone Loke's music. They did Young MC's music. Remember that song mm. "Bust a Move"? Yeah, they oh, did. it's a great song. Yeah. Those are like party songs. Yeah, so, so they basically it, said, "We've got this artist, Tone Loke. Here's two of our songs: Funky Cold Medina, Wild Thing." Okay. And then when the, he had that album, at that point, it's like, okay, now now you do something. And then he mm. doesn't oh, have an idea. And he's, of, you know, I'm like, oh shit. Well, I didn't write those songs, and huh. you know, so but, uh, but those songs. Were, I love those songs. Well, they, they, I mean, absolutely, they're, they're Cole Medina. Well, they're they were as big as Achy Break Your Heart right. was. Maybe you know, whatever a year or two later or whatever. But, but that was, it's amazing. The one song can just get stuck. Dude you know, got paid come, to do the wild thing. Yes, he did. <laughs> and I do like the fact that that is a sample of Jamie's Crying by Van Halen. Oh, that's dad, right. Dad, I dad, forgot dad, about dad, that. Jamie's <laughs> crying. <laughs> bow, bow. This, this, this past <laughs> year, I guess, well, last year, it was Blurred Lines was the Funky Medina. 
Although Robin Thicke's a ma- oh, major star. Uh, they settled, <laughs> that was that song. They settled yeah, that like, case you know. out of court with Marvin Gaye's estate. Yeah. Because it sounds so much like that Marvin Gaye song. Well, when it first oh, came it out, we said, uh, got to give it up. I thought, yeah, we all woo. talked about that. Yeah. But they, they ended up, at first he was like, we're not giving you anything. And then they're like, oh, okay, this is getting serious. We got to give it up. Here, here's some money. Got Go away. Yeah. But um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was my Marvin Gaye, everybody. <laughs> I refrain from taking my shirt off. Um, yeah, he he broke up with his wife over that video, and then after the video, and he was uh, in, on TMZ because who knows what's true of this stuff? He's tabloidy, but he said he's trying to win her back, man. He's like his wife, like said, "Hey, I've had enough." Were you cheating and this and that? See how fast you she know. Is? Well, the girl on the, the thing is unbelievable on the Blurred Lines video. I'm saying, though. She is one of the hottest women of all time. But it's Paula Patton. The Pat, brunette. Though. I'm saying it's Paula Patton. Beautiful. You got to work Well, Paula his Patton wife, yeah, his yeah. wife's beautiful, his wife's but sexy. the brunette, they're claiming he you know, was with on the Blurred Lines is, is crazy beautiful. But, yeah, his wife and uh, his wife said had enough. The, I, who knows, you know, what the deal is. Then the Molly Cyrus thing, too, I read, was kind of a problem. Because, oh, you know, right, he's grinding right, right. her and he's mm-hmm. married. She said it wasn't She said it wasn't a problem. And then I think there was other stuff because there was pictures of him, like, out in clubs and there's yes. other chicks it, it and stuff. It was People Magazine he stuff. Got they said sm- it built yeah, up. Yeah, he's... <laughs> he knows if it's real. Yeah, he, he's... Yeah. Uh... John's mime, mimicking, <laughs> mimicking in the mind. <laughs> he, he's Dude, you got to do that, Johnny, but you got to close with the anal beats. Then <laughs> whipped out the last uh, second. Huh? Always be closing. Yeah, it's, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I, that's, yeah, that's the funky Comodina last year. There's always that one song per year that, you know, <laughs> is the song. It is. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Shit's crazy. Wait till, wait till the tabloids get a hold of you guys. Like John Evans. John like Evans. John Evans. Anal Beads. Is John Evans Anal Beads gold plated? Well, let's keep it. I don't know. Let's go look. TMZ. We caught up with Mike Wysocki in the airport. Wysocki, is it true? Mike Wysocki. Anal Beads situation going on with no restrictions. White powder in Mike Wysocki's bag. Was it just baking soda? No details. Was there hazing incidents at no restrictions? Terry Jones busted with muscle milk. What is it and why? Steroids. I want want to get the steroid rumor. Look at their start. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Three years from now, steroids. Yeah, that, that, I mean, people always celebrities always complain about that. The tabloids and all. you always get to see these guys in fights and things like that. Oh, like, like Kanye. Yeah, <laughs> Alec fighting. Baldwin's always battling, Baldwin's right? And all these always. guys in Kanye, they're what's always the, fighting. What's the old, what's it, the brother's name from uh, Everybody Loves Raymond? Ray Romano. Frank Ray. Garrett. No, no, Frank. Frank. Is that his name? Frank Garrett. Yeah, Frank yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The Brad. comedian. Did you yeah, see? Did you see up. when he tried to punch the? Uh, the no. real tall, the real yeah, tall the one. Tall yeah, one. Yeah, 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 Brad, Brad, yeah, Who did he try to punch? He tried to punch the the paparazzi dude. Oh, you really? Didn't see that video? No, he tried uh, to hit a camera. It was, it was great. See, they're, they're all trying to be like, Sean back Penn. Up off me. Unless yeah. you look, yeah, Sean Penn started it. You, unless you look pissed off and have greasy hair like Sean Penn, Always you mad. can't do it. You can't pull out the punch into the camera guy. It looks goofy. Sean Penn was built to punch camera guys. He looks cool doing it. Mm-hmm. That's part of what he is. I expect him to do it. Brad Garrett, I can't picture it. You know, it, it was crazy. I mean, they were harassed. Patton Oswalt can't picture it. Yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't do it. Who I don't else? think he does. But who? Well, they, they, a lot of times you see these guys like grab the camera and push it. Will it's Smith pretty, but slap that Will, dude. But it's your. But you know, it's really it's your job. I mean, you you know what it's gonna be, right? I mean, you're really that fucking shocked. What I do, kissed him. Mm. I mean, he if you're that Will famous, Smith. you know it's gonna happen, right? Yeah, the guy to kiss Will Smith deserved a little backhand. I mean, I get it's a pain in the ass, but Jesus, if you're going to get paid all that money, I could do it. You can handle it, couldn't you? I could. It's not that bad. Nah, I can handle it. <laughs> it's not like being followed around. Not like bad, right? Bad. Would you really care? I wouldn't give a shit. I don't care if 100 people follow me to the camera. I mean, nah, I, the, only time I can, the only time I can see their point in that is like with their kids and stuff. Like if you're just going out to take your kids, though, you don't need cameras. And, but still, I'm, you know, not to punch take people kids, or something. Just don't take your kids on Wilshire Boulevard. Or, yeah, or, 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 drive or, or, them. Or, 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 yeah, you can also are. drive them half be some hour place. out of the city where there's no paparazzi. Well, you wonder how many people That's set true. that shit up. Because think about it. Do you ever see Denzel Washington in fucking tabloids? I don't. Nah. There's got to be ways that these actors get... You know what I mean? Have privacy, yeah. I'm saying. You can yeah, go right? outside town a little bit. Somehow no they do it, these yeah. other guys. Do you ever see them? California's you ever see De Niro in the tabs? I don't. Nah, nah. There's a few people. He makes his living see. as an actor. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. He doesn't need publicity. Some people just want to be spotted. You wonder how much of that is just set up. 
Well, it's yeah. like if it's really bothering you, you know, move to Wyoming. I'm sure move that to Wyoming. Wyoming. <laughs> I mean, really. If move it's to San bothers, Diego. If it yeah, bothers you. Right. I mean, no one's <laughs> if it bothers you that much, don't don't fucking act. Get you know what I mean? They all say oh, the the torture and it's tearing me apart and so get out of the business. If you don't want to do it. Right? Because it's part of it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you can do about that. Some you people know. just want to be seen. It's kind of pathetic. Not to name drop, but one time I was at California. It was like it was like the most touristy part. It was like right on like Hollywood yeah. Boulevard, and they didn't see like any celebrities until one time we see this drunk guy coming down the street, and it's Andy Dick. And yeah. he's all fucked up, Are but it's serious? just so sad that he's walking on, you know, Hollywood wow. where the stars are and right, everything because right. he wants to be seen. Yes. And he's just all messed up and some, he's arguing with some woman. That was the only <laughs> wow. celebrity sighting I had. That's a pretty Dick. great sighting, though, Mike. Yeah, that yeah. He was all sighting. fucked up. But, but I got to tell sad. you, you remember I told you before, Al Pacino told me, never name drop. Yeah. Uh, I just did. Yeah. Andy Dick. You know, I don't know cow's a name <laughs> there was a there was a video of Andy Dick on on YouTube that was up a while now it's gone but it used to be it was him getting kicked out of like a party where like he was like couldn't even support his own body weight like had to be carried out of this building and that's they, they, how kind of I just saw him he put was him on a struggling. porch and he was just like standing out there trying to get back into, into this party and people were like flicking cigarette butts at him and it was like geez this although Andy, Andy Dick would be easy to carry he's pretty yeah. light <laughs> Yeah, that's it. You know, I've I've interviewed him a couple of times. I met him a couple of times. He was a nice guy. Was he really? He's a good guy. He's a nice guy. I mean, you know, he's probably he catch him drunk and whatever. So I'm sure he's not going to. He was be. on a very underrated TV show, News Radio. It's like yeah. one of the funniest yes. shows. I mean, mostly Phil Hartman. But most of the rest of the Dave cast Foley, was pretty yeah. good. Too. Well Dave written. Foley was good. Joe Rogan was yeah. on. It was a, it was a great good show. Good call, Mike. Yeah, it was a very funny was show back then. Didn't last long, but it was funny. Well, Hartman died, and they replaced him with Lovitz. That's why. Not quite the same. No, he he was brilliant, Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman was. Oh, man, rest in peace. Solid every time. What a bizarre story, huh? Yeah. With the the, the crazy wife and all the deal. My God, huh? The cocaine. They took Troy McClure from us. Yeah, they did. Yeah, Blasto. I told you guys he... Did the video game? That's right, yeah. right. First celebrity voice. Great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had the psychotic wife. That's and, what it was, uh, yeah. right? It was all. Yeah, I think wife. he was trying to help her, and she killed him. Yeah, she she wanted was, to be an actor, and probably yeah. was a little jealous of him, and uh, you know. Was yeah, it was, it was a jealousy yeah. thing, I think. And Andy Dick's that's involved in that. He is involved because you remember that uh, yeah. Andy Dick's involved in everything. She was he off. Is. She was off coke for a while, and then we're at a party, and Andy Dick got uh got him got, got him. her back on coke. Really, Phil Hartman's wife. And 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 Hartman hated Andy Dick because wow. they, he knew that she had a problem yeah. and yet gave her he coke. He lured anyway. her back. With and that's coke. what happened because John Lovitz supposedly got in a fist fight with Andy Dick for right. that reason because Lovitz reason. was friends with Hartman. This and is awesome. So he you guys that know this him. shit. This is good stuff. But really? how do you know this? This is awesome. I, yeah, that's, true that's Hollywood out story. There. That's good. Yeah, true Hollywood yeah. stuff. And Lovitz beat up Andy Dick. And didn't Hartman try to take the coke from her and then like that night? She killed him. Is that what it was? I don't know if it was the, if it happened one on top of each other like that, but I, I think that that uh, Andy Dick getting her back into coke, that was when she shortly thereafter ended up killing Phil Hartman. But the, mm-hmm. you know what though, on uh, Doctor Drew show, the the rehab show, yeah, celebrity rehab, celebrity rehab, they had Andy Dick, and Andy Dick claimed that that was never his thing. He, his actual. According to the show, he said his actual thing was uh, beer, believe it or not. And I found that hard. I said, wow. And I could understand. I thought, okay, yeah, it's easy to get. Nobody says anything. It's socially accepted. It could be so easily to get addicted to beer. That was his thing. He said, he said the only thing he was into was beer. That's what he said. I don't know if I believe it. Yeah, I don't either. I, I could see I mean, him on yeah, cocaine at some point in his life. Yeah. But I just find that interesting that, you know, that was his, that was his uh, Achilles heel. It was beer. Apps. <laughs> for him. Do you think he's funny, Andy Dick? Do you think if he was sober I do think together? He's funny. Like, yeah, do I do. I do think he's funny. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's kind of goofy. He could yeah. be like a Jerry Lewis. He kind of mm-hmm. yeah, modern kind of funny. He's I mean, kinda, he's kind of a mess though. He That's just, what I mean. Yeah, yeah I think it's, I, I look at him as a squandered talent. You know? Yeah, what I mean? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Could be funny, well, but we'll never know. Like he can't pull it together where anyone would hire him to do something good. Right. One interview they had when. I said interview a couple times, different things he had coming out or whatever. And one interview, he seemed uh, to, to me, 
a little bit bitter toward like Ben Stiller and that crew. Like he, I guess he was involved with Stiller, Ben Stiller, and a few I others. Think it was, was he on the Ben Stiller show? Yes, he, yeah. when I guess when started. that show was out, and the guys, they kind of came up together. So Stiller Square obviously goes to a lister. Crazy, yeah. And Andy Dix doesn't, and I think he was kind of, he seemed kind of angry that maybe Stiller should help him more or helped him. Along the way, yeah, and it, it has. That but kind he of has. Thing. He was in, uh, you know, Stiller. That's what I did. Thought. Cable Guy it seemed to, you know, with Jim Carrey. Right. Yeah. I think Stiller did he produce that? I think he directed, directed or something. Or something. Yeah, something. Okay, yeah. so uh, yeah. so, uh, so uh, uh, Andy Dick had a very small part. He right. was in uh, medieval times. He was the king. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, so uh, they will yeah. fight for your amusement and that kind of stuff. Yeah, but it, it's a, such a and small that part. It, you know, but that helps a lot. Yeah, but maybe he's resentful that it wasn't a bigger role. Maybe. He wasn't in more of his movies. Yeah. It just seemed to be, you know what I mean? It just, I, like, I, he was I saying things that. that just sounded like a little bit pissed at him for some reason. You know, like he should be in the, we should look at him as his peer. I always, I just, which we don't. I mean, come on, Ben Stiller. I was speaking of uh, really? Saturday Night Live people, Saturday Night Live people the other day. Chris Farley, this, this is mm-hmm. crazy. He was originally set for two movies. One of them was The Cable Guy, which would have been crazy seeing really? him in that, but then yeah. he died. The other was Shrek. That's he why the shape of Shrek. Shrek is, and they actually did like maybe really? what, like a third of the movie or something with it, and then when he died, they just kind of put it on the shelf, and then they wound up another year later getting Mike Myers to You're do kidding. it, but Chris Farley was Chris Shrek. Chris Farley was the original Shrek. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. They did like maybe a third of the movie that you know, in the with studio him. with him, and then it just, you know, I mean, he died in the middle of it, and he was pretty messed up near the end and then they just wow. they shelved it for like a year and then they brought it back and they that was Mike his Myers canadian to... bacon wow yes how sad it was yeah I feel bad yeah i just read a book about chris farley. yeah it's oh really that, that's interesting his brother he... tours kevin farley, kevin farley looks yeah. like him he... sounds like him yeah not funny no, not, like, not funny. Yeah, like him. Yeah. I don't know if Chris did stand up at all. I know he was a brilliant no, sketch comic. Was, yeah, sketch comic. That was his thing, right? Improv and yeah. Yeah, yeah he's br- he, he never was did very stand up. Yeah. Be yeah. loved. It just, I mean, he was one of those people on Saturday Night Live. Only a few of them. I would say, like, Eddie Murphy definitely was one. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Farley. And then maybe later, like, uh, Will Ferrell. All they, those Sandler. three, Adam Sandler, were, they were, like, the show. Like, they right. they became, they were in every sketch after yeah, a while. Everyone Belushi wanted to the write first, for them. Yeah. Belushi yeah. was like that. Right. And he right. was just one of those they huge just became the show. impact people. Yeah, His characters were funny. That coach he did and stuff, man. He's, yeah. he's really funny. Yeah. yeah. Bob Odenkirk wrote funniest that sketch. sketch show of all time. Which though, one? The Which one? the um, Chippendales? No, no, <laughs> the one with the um, the motivational speaker, oh, Matt really? Foley. Yeah, that's oh, Odenkirk really? wrote I didn't that know for that. him in Chicago. So if you're a fan of sketch comedy, go to on probably get it. I guess you can get it on Netflix and Amazon. I'm not sure. I know they sell like commemorative like DVDs of this thing. But, but Second City TV. When I was a kid, I waited on Saturday night, one in the morning. Me and my, and, uh, my uncle Dave, you know, so we, we'd watch, so we'd wait for SCTV. And it was just, it was from Canada. It was Eugene Levy, Joe Flaherty, Martin Short. Joe Flaherty's from Pittsburgh. John, yeah, John Candy. Rick and Moranis. Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. And they're all on a, and, uh, Catherine O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara. Yeah. And they're all on this skit show, and we'd wait for it. And it was, to us, it was like funnier than Saturday Night Live. And, you know, this is Belushi Ackery era, too. Mm-hmm. But we just thought, it just was so brilliant, in, in because it's one, it's all one in the morning. I'm sure they had less restrictions on things, uh, right? But I remember skits that that probably formed my humor, like really the way I mm. like humor was from Second City TV. I remember a skit um, where they had Jerry Mathers, the Beaver from Leave It to Beaver, as a killer. He killed somebody, had this mass murder, <laughs> and uh, you know, and Dad's there, you know. Beaver, you know, killing is wrong. And Candy plays Beaver. He's like, gee, sorry, Dad. Like a real killer. Beaver. <laughs> yeah. Sorry for murdering that guy. For murdering Eddie Haskell. It's stuff like that you never could have believed as a kid. You're like, holy shit, that's so funny. And Eugene Levy was brilliant, man. He used to do his character Bobby Bittman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's comedian. But anyway, Joe Flaherty. That's a great thing cast. Was, when we were watching the show, the thing would we'd be like, so go nuts. He did this uh, vampire guy, like a, he, uh, which was oh, based yeah. off of Chili Billy, Bill Cardell here in Pittsburgh. He, uh, as I find out like later, a, like a morning cartoon guy. No, it was he did or this, late. Bill, Bill Cardell did this thing. Chili uh, Billy. Johnny called Chili Billy. They called him. <laughs> it was uh, uh, late night with Chili. I can't remember. Damn they, it! They showed horror me. movies and he yes. just be in yeah. Chill Theater. Chiller Theater. Chiller nice. Theater was the theater. coolest show, guys, in the world. Like when I was a kid, Bill Cardell did it from Channel Eleven Studios. 
live at like 12.30, 1 in the morning. And it was a freaking party. He'd have like a studio audience. There were like eight drunk guys. <laughs> and he was really funny with this. He was really good. And he'd have this cast. He had this girl, Terminal Stare, and this little Stevie, <laughs> who's a little person. Yeah, you know, little middle midget, little mm-hmm. person, and and he and then Bill Cardell will be talking about you know some weird movie like The Mummy or something, yeah. oh, black and white stupid film. We loved it though. And then you just see like little Stevie walk about this big knife and walk in front of camera. <laughs> it was all these silly skits and stuff. Yeah, Fla- a, Flaherty a- did a parody on it because one of the, I'll never forget the movie. He, he's introducing Flaherty. He's doing his character kind of like he's like a vampire. He goes mm-hmm. up next, the blood sucking bass from West Mifflin. <laughs> <laughs> There's a documentary about those all those shows that local scare shows where some like Elvira and that guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, all over the country. Yeah, there's a documentary yeah, I'm sure about it's a trend. that. I, I, I think that's probably. I didn't watch it, but I, I I'm sure he's in there because you know. I don't know where they I got the theme that. song oh, yeah, for yeah. Chiller Theater, but it was the coolest theme song in the world. We'll to get that, that was play a, for that everybody. was a phenomenon. It Those was. shows were everywhere. Bill Cardell, man, he did that show. To me, he was like the biggest celebrity. When I, I met him a couple. He's a nice guy, great guy. But he, uh, he was like the biggest celebrity in the world to me. I think Den- I'm pretty sure Dennis Miller, I, I'm pretty sure Dennis named him as one of his biggest his biggest influence maybe in television oh, or something really? like that. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure Dennis did. I'm almost certain of that. Huh. Um but he was a he was like a, a, in Pittsburgh, man. He was king. He did the the Chiller Theater thing, and then he did Studio Wrestling. They had wrestling on the on the North on Channel Eleven. Bruno Sammartino, Dominic Danucci, George Steele, all these guys. Bruno every week hmm. in the studio, and they would have rows of people, and then the, they couldn't fill it up, and they'd have rows of cardboard cutout people. Wow, that's brilliant. <laughs> you could see them. George the Animal Steel. George the Animal Steel, and, and the show would be George the Animal Steel would grab, eat the turnbuckle, and, and, and Bruno would beat him, and then all of a sudden he'd grab <laughs> Bill Cardell's nameplate. That was a big thing. You had to watch it, and he hit him over the head, and the names, would, the, the letters would go flying everywhere, and there's a little old lady. I don't know where she's from, like Squirrel Hill or McKee's, Ringside Rosie. She's like 80. And he'd have her like climb into the ring with her little bingo dress and stuff and hit hit him with a purse and shit. It was amazing. Uh, that's great. great I theater, man. Too. I know. I don't know why that has never been put out. Like the, for, wouldn't you watch it? I'd watch it if it was on. Oh, they must not have the tape of it because they'd have yeah, to be smart not. enough to nah, they probably put that won't. out. Because they even had like, there was a dancing show like that too back in the day. It was like black and white and people would, it's like American Bandstand yeah. kind of thing in Pittsburgh. Like a local one in Pittsburgh? Yeah, in Pittsburgh. And uh, like my best friend's parents were on there or something like that because she was trying to find the tape. Yeah. But there's no like footage of that kind of stuff. It's something, anyway, huh? They didn't it do has that to back be they archived didn't. somewhere. You would think, Ter. I mean, it has you to think be. Chiller Theater. I don't know. But they used to re- just record over things like the Tonight Shows. No, you know for that they Mike, he, yeah. they don't not much '60s Johnny Carson. They would just record over. Yeah, Tom Lehrer's. Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure Tonight Shows are gone, and he yeah. said, "I'm glad they're gone." I don't, yeah. I don't I'm know. pretty sure that's what happened. I think they, they recorded. Just, my, uh, my friend Jack Blair was they a producer. Had tapes probably so pretty think, expensive at that time, and well, we might as well just. They could only over. keep it so long. Yeah. Put a piece of tape over it and then record over and they didn't it. Have, well, they didn't have computers like now, so yeah. it's just yeah. thick yeah. ass tape. Which is a shame, yeah. man. That would have been great to see. They used to have another show called Bowling for Dollars. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm sure they had that in every city. I thought it was the greatest thing in the world. That was like my goal in life. When I was little, I was a kid, little kid. I was like 12, 13. I wanted to be on. Someday. That was like my. I never made it. Bull, 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 <laughs> yeah. Bring it back. Brad Ryan Pinheads. <laughs> you go bowl, you bowl once. <laughs> You get and then you bowl. You bowled once. You get money for every pin, yeah. like a dollar or something like that. But the best part of bowling for dollars was Nick Perry, the famous Nick Perry, famous for the fixing the lottery. Fixing the lottery. Six six, six six was the number he fixed. That's so rock really? That's yes, so rock there was and a roll. story. This guy named Nick Perry, who is like I'm talking about Bill Cardell. He's maybe he's bigger. How about that? He's probably bigger at this point. He's hosting a show, bowling for dollars. And he also announces the lottery. And the lottery is just kind of starting off. And it's huge, right? Everyone's mm-hmm. playing it. And Nick would get on and go, hey, tonight's number of the lottery. He's just, he's just a big media icon in Pittsburgh at the time. And he gives a number. And I guess, Johnny, he was he was uh, tied in, I guess, somehow to the mob or something, I guess Always it was. The or mob. So I don't know the exact story. You know, it's all edged. <laughs> they control say, everything. Say, Always the mob. But anyway, they, they, he was part of this thing he went to jail for it to fix the lottery and and what they did was they they shot 
water in a ball in a ball in the, in the ping pong balls or something like, that. like certain ones wouldn't so certain ones would come right, the top yeah, down yeah. yeah but the weird thing is the number they chose 666 so funny yeah he ended up going to jail for it That's but hilarious. he had bowling for but he was a huge huge star in pittsburgh anyway you know yeah but that yeah. was such, bowling for all was a cool oh the best for bowling for all was that you always have someone in the audience you know your family they'd have them stand up cool. <laughs> i'm joey from mckee's rocks <laughs> I love her here. <laughs> love you, Nick Perry. <laughs> but yeah, it's just uh, these pins going down. These pins won't die now. <laughs> it's what I love you all. I love you, Nick Perry, and I love Boeing so much. <laughs> And I love Steelers. Bye. <laughs> I, uh, I wish I wish, I wish two of these shows would make a comeback. Some of these shows. So the guy just says Steelers. Bye. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how Steelers, you just ended it. Bye. That's how you ended it. Love you, Steelers. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I won the show tonight. Uh, <laughs> Today. Yeah. Hey everybody. Uh, thanks so much for downloading. We really, really appreciate. It. Love you, Steelers. Bye. <laughs>